Hello and welcome to Power Play for a Ranger Review Podcast. We are coming to you live from the Ranger Room of Mammoth King Studios in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. My name is Dan. I'm Freddie. And is it a somber day? I think so. Yeah. Today we are covering a different shade of pink. Baby. Parts one, two, and three. Yeah. The whole thing. The whole shebang. Written by Douglas Sloan, directed by Bob Radler, November 6th, 7th, and 8th of 1995. I'm turning eight years old in mm-hmm. a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, man. Going to lose my first crush. Yeah. Uh, and then we're, we are, after this, we are down to one original ranger. Yep. Do you count Tommy as an original ranger? No, fuck no. <laughs> it's the original five. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the original five. Okay. Original five. Tommy doesn't come until, was it 16? Episode 16? Yeah, 15, 16. Somewhere yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I, well, you know, Tommy's an original ranger, but like, core. What, what was introduced to our little dumb baby brains? Well, I mean, that ain't bit the Billy that we were introduced to. That is not the Billy we were introduced to. That, that is, is a man. Yeah. <laughs> that is a uh that is the best character arc in the series. Yep. Uh but um Kimberly really doesn't have too much growth as a character, does she? Uh she becomes less she becomes more nuanced, I'd say. She becomes like less uh, mall girl kind of shit. See, you say that but Rita calls her a mall rat in this one. Yeah, she does. She does. I mean, well, it's hard to it's hard to shake that coat of paint. Yeah. So we start off with Kimberly practicing on the beam. Yeah. Doing her gymnastics. Mm-hmm. Getting gymnasty. Gymnasty. <laughs> I forgot what that's from. Uh it's, it sounds very juggalo. <laughs> it sounds like something out of the Purple Show. No, it's from who you? I hang out with basketball head. My name Jim Nasty. <laughs> it sounds like somebody that Blaze Your Dead Homie would say his name. Yeah, was. that's true. But it's it's from something. Yeah, it's from something. I'm not sure what, but it's from something else. But, but yeah, so she is practicing for the pan. Was a pan global. The Pan Global Tryout. Yeah. And uh, we got a character that was mentioned in a previous episode. Yeah. With the, uh, Gunther Schmidt. Gunther Schmidt. Yeah, he is the I am fl- famous gymnastics coach. Flo- I am Floridian <laughs> Gunther Schmidt. As we come to find out, he is an American citizen from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Who are you? I am Gunther Schmidt. There is nothing... Yeah. My my grandfather a, was never a Nazi. My <laughs> father was never a Nazi. Yeah. And I was definitely not a Nazi. D- Disney World number one. Yes, excuse me. Uh, I was never recruited into Nick. a program for scientist rehabilitation yeah. into gym coach. <laughs> oh. There was never a point where I thought about relocating to Rio. De Janeiro, where the other Nazi, where the Nazis were, <laughs> relocated to. <laughs> Never once did I think that I would go swimming in the ocean and a bullet would be in my brain. 
but your friend, she is very, she is very stretchy, right? <laughs> I am, I am a, so anti-Nazi. I started Nazi reform group, <laughs> not so Nazi. I uh, also located in in beautiful Orlando. And if you go down the strip mall, <laughs> where it, the Universal Studios is, you can go to my. Very Italian ice cream place, Alato Gelato. <laughs> <laughs> Where you can get many Italian flavors like streusel. <laughs> yeah, this guy's fucking German as shit. Yeah. <laughs> He's got some brows too. Yeah. I thought they were fake, but the like as this three parter went on. I started to see that there was no seams on those fuckers. Yeah. I think that was all him, baby. Yeah. So he shows up, and he sees Kimberly practicing. He's like, your friend's quite skilled. And he's like, yeah, you're great. Kimberly's like, I can't believe meeting you. And he's like, it's my pleasure. He's like, will I I be seeing you at the Pan Global Trials? And she's like, I don't know if I'm ready yet. Where's your coach? Uh, I don't have a coach. (laughs) This is a crime against humanity. Yeah. You oh, should no. have coach. No. Every every gymnast Be needs sh- discipline. With <laughs> break their children <laughs> down. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you need discipline. You need uh, coach training. You need to know whether to go left to the chambers or right to the work. Gr- I mean, mm. you need to know whether to stay straight <laughs> on the balance beam or flip off to the right or left. I, I've never, never once participated in 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 superhuman program uh, with limber gymnasts. Never, never, never. Do you have a twin? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I like to pick gymnasts like potatoes. <laughs> the, I like how the accents just keep changing. Yeah, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> so, Rita is watching this whole thing, and she decides to pull, if you're familiar with, um, probably, it might be, I'll think about it more, my favorite arc in Spider-Man, which was the gauntlet. Oh, just keep them busy. Keep them fucking busy. Run them ragged. Yeah. That's what Rita wants to do to Kimberly. She got this going on. Well, also, we're going to keep her busy with powering shit nonstop. Yeah. She's going to do... She's, I don't want her to practice. I just want her to die. Yeah. So we're going to keep her so exhausted that when she goes to practice, she going to die practicing true, gymnasts. True, true. I do love the gauntlet. Gym, I, gymnasts. I do love the gauntlet. That was a great arc. Was that uh, Dan Slott? Was that... After the big time run? Yes, that was after big time. Ah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, um, mainly, uh, what I have the issues, but... Is that where the Sinister Six armor comes from? En- ends of the Earth or whatever. En- oh, uh, that's that. En- yeah. Ends of the Earth is, yeah, that. This is the one where where the, uh, the Kravenoff family uh, try to kill Spider-Man so they oh, can resurrect... Craven. Yeah. Um, uh, Ser- Sergei. Yeah. Gravenoff is that's yeah, Sergey Gravenoff. Because they resurrect his son, who becomes like a man lion hybrid because they fucked up. Yeah. Like they, they Alyosha, right? No, uh Alyosha's still around. Uh it's the other one. No. I was Are you reading Hunted? No, I didn't read Hunted. He's made a uh, hundred clones of himself. What the fuck? <laughs> and uh he started raising them as his sons and then he realized that they were soft. Yeah. So he put all hundred of them in the savage land. Ah, and uh, 
like one craven realized that he liked hunting cravens. Mm. So now there's just one left, and he said, "You're my true son." Oh. So we're gonna go kill Spider Man. Cool. But then he starts a weird, uh, incestuous. No. Oh. He starts like. Did you ever read Mark Miller's Nemesis? Like I think Zach gave me one issue and I read it. Where you get to go on vacation as a supervillain. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he was starting a new like big game hunting, except you get to hunt animal themed supervillains. So like scorpion and rhino and stuff like that. Craven has captured all of them. He's enlisted Taskmaster to catch all of them. And then like has people go hunt the rhino instead of hunting rhinos. Oh. Yeah. That's cool. It's kind of a crazy idea. Yeah. Yeah, the gauntlet was um the gauntlet was like Basically, Spider-Man had the worst fucking week he could have. That's every week for Spider-Man. Well, yeah, but he ran into, every single day, he ran into one of his main, like, nemesis. One, one, one of the boys, you know. Um, Except Doc Ock, because they had plans for Doc Ock at this time. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, what derived from that, or what led, it, led into that was a two-parter. It was kind of, like, split up by a few issues. But that was the one where Rhino was like reformed. Yeah, and he was like a bouncer at the at that casino, and the new Rhino was around. That dude with the fucking mecha suit. Yeah, fucking brilliant two issues. That is one, some of the most heartfelt shit I've ever read in comics. But like him, Rhino, like trying to bring out the old Rhino so he could collect his hide and be the ultimate Rhino or whatever. You know, that shit's fucking amazing. But the one you talk about, like Ends of the Earth, that's where like they each got like an upgrade. Like, Electro became insanely powerful. That's when he became the Blue Electro. And uh, Rhino, uh, his horn got replaced with, like, the uh, replaced with like the, the fucking World Worm or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, t- like, a part of, like, a tooth from the World Worm or whatever it's called. Yeah. Ends of the Earth was dope. Yes, it was, sir. So, Power Rangers. <laughs> Power Rangers. They're going to run a gauntlet on Kim. <laughs> and not in the way Freddie just laughed about. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, Kimberly is in the command center trying to tell the other Rangers that she got chosen by Gunther to be, be his workout buddy. That she was gonna, he was going to work her out. And not like that, Freddie. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. This This episode's already going to be called "Not Like That," Freddie. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I, I haven't slept today, and I I don't know what that has to play with. I got two bangs in me, some pizza, an RC Royal Crown, delicious. It's not a sponsor. Royal Crown Cola. The reason that I like it is that it's sweet like Pepsi, but fizzy like Coke. You know, it's like mm, the best of both worlds. You right on that. I never thought of that. That is, in fact, what happens when you crack open a delicious can of Royal Crown Cola. Yeah. Not a sponsor. You get that Coke bite, but that Pepsi sweet. Coke bite, Pepsi sweet. Royal Crown Cola, if you want to sponsor Power Playthrough, send us a neon sign and some cash. We in. 
she goes to tell them about the the whole thing. The Gunther Schmidt man, I'm bad at podcasting this week. She goes to tell the team about her run in with Gunther and Ernie spoils it. They're like, Oh yeah, yeah, your thing with him? Yeah, Ernie told us all about it. Really? Cool, Ernie. Thanks for spilling the beans. And um Zordon's like, I'm so sorry that you're a Power Ranger. It was never my intention to get in the middle of your dreams. Uh, Kimberly's like, I kind of want to be, I'm kind of worried about my priorities because I really want this, but I also know I got to save the world sometimes. It's like, hey, your wisdom's wise, you're wise behind your years, Kim. You're like, you got to know that we. He keeps saying that, like throughout this three-parter, he keeps saying that. I just got to say. Different shade of pink. Kind of uneventful, man. Yeah, we can actually go through it pretty quickly. You want to give us a hard stop at one hour, 20 minutes? One hour, 20 minutes, and we shut the fuck up. Yeah. No the matter last, what. The last thing we'll say, even if we hit 120 minutes. So let's do another go. quick 30 on Gunther. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we'll, do, we'll make a hard stop. One hour, 20 minutes. Kimberly does a training montage with Gunther. The Grunther. And at the end of it, Kat sees that Kim is just like working hard and she's on the phone pretending to have a conversation with Rita. Back at the juice bar, Ernie is watching the news and they find out that there is a international spy on the loose on the west coast of the United States. Suspected ne- <laughs> suspected Nazi. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they like international they give, they spy. International spy, Nazi. They <laughs> no, gave, no, they don't give him the description. <laughs> they don't. Of Nazi. Yeah, <laughs> but they like give the description of this dude. Ernie's watching it. The boys, Bulk and Skull, pop up behind him like, "Turn that up." Five eleven, gray hair, terrible thick eyebrows, thick accent. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Gunther walks in, and Kimberly says, Ernie, let me get one of them special protein shakes, which is just a can of tuna in a jar of milk. (laughs) 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 And they hear Gunther talk. (laughs) And Vulcan Skull. That's the dairy dolphin. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Gunther speaks, and it intrigues Vulcan Skull, because they're like, 5'11", white hair, accent, Nazi. Oh, it's definitely him. <laughs> they do say Nazi. Yeah. Just so you know. So, <laughs> Bulk looks at Skull and he goes, he fits all the criteria. What? Who do you think that all that criteria fits? And Skull goes, the President of the United States. Yeah, he does a little Bill Clinton. Yeah. It, it dates it, but it dates it to a delicious time. What was Bill's nickname? Slick Willie. Slick Willie. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, that's right. I knew it was vaguely phallic. We cut to the park where Rita is telling Catherine about her day. She's like, and then we'll have her overworked, and then she'll slip and fall and die. And And, and Catherine's thinking about pool time in her past. Yeah, Catherine remembers her time as a diver, and Rita comes in, she's like, Catherine, listen to me when I'm talking. Yeah. And that's it. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's all you you wanted to hear? Heard to yeah. hear you laugh. So, Rangers get called to the command center. There's three separate attacks. The Rangers have to split up to deal with it. Kimberly cannot attend. They will only call her as a last resort. Tanga's in the desert. 
Tangas are in the desert. The Vampiris and the Artismol, two suits we had laying around in the park. Yeah, the Artismol is fat old nutsack. <laughs> Goldarito and some Tangas on the other side of the park. I can't wait. Did we? Was he a Die Ranger monster or is he Kaku? Kaku. We haven't gotten to him, huh? No. We're actually going to run into our first crossover monster in this arc. Yeah, we are. But yeah. So, Artisimo. Putting money on the nutsack. So <laughs> putting money on the nutsack. Another <laughs> fine contender for episode <laughs> titles. Other than uh, Freddy he's not gotta like that. Be, he's got to be, right? He's got to be uh, a... Uh, oh, fuck. Raccoon shapeshifters. Tanuki, man. Tanuki! Tanuki, yeah, he's got to be one of those. So Artisimo and the Vampires, yeah, and then then we got some more Tengu, Teng, yeah, Tengu in the desert, one side of the park, Artisimo and Vampires, other side, Redar, Redar, <laughs> Redar, that's yeah. their celebrity couple, Goldo, name. <laughs> or, no, that's the fat little green dude, yeah, Redar, Redar, <laughs> yeah, Rido and Goldar. And some, some more tangas in the, in there. on the other side of the park near the water. So they split up into teams. Uh, Aisha Rocky versus Artismal and Vampirus. Billy Adam versus the Tengas. Silly combo because they're both very powerful. Yeah. And, and then Tommy's, Sen- Tommy said, like, this is Tommy's plan. Solo. He, he organized this. The one that had fucking Goldar and Rito and Tangas together, he said he'll do that by himself. The one that was just Tangas, I'm gonna send him boulder shoulders and the big and big kick Adam. Yeah, big kick Billy's a better nickname, but I made these up. My name's Tommy. <laughs> yeah, it really did not make sense how they were uh, split up. At least regarding uh, Tommy fighting Goldar and Rito by him fuck by his fucking self, and he does get worked over. Quite fast. I want. I wanted to make a little, little fun thing about this, because Rocky and Aisha are hanging with Mister Cooper. They're whooping up on their monsters. Mm-hmm. Billy and Adam. They're they're facing a little bit of difficulty, but just it's a sheer numbers game at that point. Tommy shows up. Goldar puts a wrist lock on him, and he's like, "Call Kimberly. Call Kimberly." Just a quick wrist lock. Yeah. Uh, Kimberly is just getting ready to get on the balance beam. Beep, 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 beep. She has an argument with Gunther Schmitz. Who guilts the fuck out of her? Yeah. It's really uncomfortable. Well, she forgot to do something, and he's like, you have to focus on your training. Look, you obviously forgot this because you don't want to train this badly. So the moment, get your priorities yeah. straight. I'm going to go have a whipped cream shake. Yeah, will go yeah. have a... Good old-fashioned American American whipped cream beverage. Uh, Ernie, can you put some mayonnaise in there? (laughs) 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 The accent is all over the place. Ernie, can you can you please put some mayonnaise? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't want the accent. You have to continue doing the gymnastics. The moment (laughs) you stop, the menstruation comes back. <laughs> you must remain svelte and limber. 
May Thien. You, may you please, Ernie, can you please? <laughs> may you please? Can, can, can you please? It's <laughs> becoming Tim Curry in Congo. <laughs> can, can you please skin the cat with the tuna can lid? Legends were absolutely true. <laughs> okay, I'm going to stop racially profiling Gunther. Oh, fuck him. <laughs> Alpha. Alpha's like, why isn't Kimberly answering? They're like, because she's busy, man. So she's living her life. Like, I'm calling her back. And you know what? If she hangs up again, I'm calling her right back. I'm going to be like Dan's mom if she wants McDonald's after he gets off work. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. My mom will call me 15 times in six minutes if yeah. I don't answer the phone in the proper mm. amount of time. Mm. I don't know if your mom does that. Uh no, it usually just leaves me a message. Yeah, I, so I don't have my answering machine set up because <laughs> no, I mean like message on Facebook. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, it just leaves me a message on Messenger about whatever. I wish she would post it on your wall. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, thankful she understands how that works. Uh yeah, my mom doesn't send a text. She calls. Her. 45 times, she's like, I'm ordering pizza on Postmates. And go, you know, you don't have to order pizza on Postmates. You could, just you could just get it delivered. No, not from the place I want. I want to get it from the place where if you go in there and order it, they stare at you as you eat. No. Well, you talked about that place. Yes, New York time. Pizza and Pasta. I'm sure. I don't think there's a pizza place that exists that doesn't deliver. Um. I mean, I guess like Blaze and that's not a pizza place though. Yeah, you can get pizza at that place. That's their main thing. But what's after that? Garlic knots. Here's the deal. I don't know why it's that. Garlic knots. <laughs> what's after that? Garlic knots. Garlic knots. <laughs> the what I signify a pizza place as is that there's always fuck. A, there's always a man in a white t-shirt working there. Mm-hmm. Right there's there's someone who's upset working at the counter. Mm -hmm. Someone having a lot of fun in the back, just in a sweat covered white T-shirt. Yes, and then three ovens that you can see. Mm -hmm. That's a pizza place. I don't consider the hut of pizza a pizza place. Not Domino's, because Domino's put your pizza through a toaster, mm -hmm. through an industrial toaster. Mm -hmm. Pizza Hut, uh, they don't show you what they do. Pizza Hut would still be a pizza place if they had the buffet. Ah, I do miss dining Pizza Huts. I do think Is that there a one in town. Um, still, by maximum, what you're doing with your head is very distracting to me. The infinity loop. He likes that. I'm sure it sounds great because you're talking <laughs> when you move away from the microphone <laughs> like a phantom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's sonically pleasing to I'm our listeners. I'm a little delusional. <laughs> um, so, Bulk and Skull are spying, and they're like, <laughs> on that fucking Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, Skull comes in, and they're like, we should just make a citizen's arrest and then question him. We have ways of making him talk. Yeah, he does our, he, yeah, Skull does our, our going through impersonation. Yeah. He does a better good third impersonation. <laughs> oh yeah, he, he's a he's a brilliant actor. Yeah. So, at the park, Rito and Goldar are 
kicking the shit out of Tommy. Yeah. Finally, Kimberly has to come in, or else he's well, going to die. Yeah, Kimberly bounces as Bulk and Skull are like, our plan is to get trained by him for the Pan Global Games, and then yeah, we'll, we'll get, ask him some casual we'll get questions. Close, we'll get close to him, yeah. yeah. We'll get close to him, and then we'll arrest him, because yeah. he has an accent, which means he's not American, which means he needs to be in jail. Yeah. Trump's America. <laughs> Rita thinks her plan is going... Great. It's going swimmingly. Yeah, so not like Kimberly has been just practicing all day. Now she has to come down here and fight, too. Yeah. What happens is that all of the rangers move all of their monsters into the Tommy part of the park because, you know, <sighs> he was he couldn't be fucked to move his guys. Not at all. So, so yeah, they all relocate. Yeah, and um, then Goldar's like, all right, we out. They go, yeah. Kim, go back to practice. She's like, okay. Yeah. As soon as she gets to practice, Tommy calls her again. They're back. We're going to shark cycle them. You want to <laughs> join? She's like, well, I'm ready to ride. Cat's <laughs> super excited about this, but then she remembers the water and how it felt <laughs> to fly <The> water. <laughs> into it. <laughs> we shark cycle. They split all the monsters up. It's the same crew, just no tengas. Uh, and they try to run them over with motorcycles. Rito jumps on Kimberly. Yeah, he jumps on. He's like, I'm going to ride this one, Pink Ranger. And then what? <laughs> Not like that, Freddy. <laughs> Not like that. Yeah. And Tommy kicks that bone boy off his girl's car. Yeah. Uh, Rocky tries to run over Goldar, who just flames. Just, He's, just flames out. Yeah, and they're like, wow, he's fast. Yeah. It's nothing new. When they, when all the monsters fuck off, they gather up, and Kimberly passes out. Instead of, t- yeah, she passes out, and then she's still like, I gotta work out. So she goes to the closed juice bar, and because she comes in. Ernie's closing up for the night, and he's like, is Gunther here? And he's like, no, he said he had some appointments to get to, but he'd see you tomorrow. She's like, can I train here, and I'll lock up the juice bar? And he's like, I guess not. I don't really accept money. Make sure that you don't eat my whipped cream. It's my main ingredient. (laughs) Turn off the lights when you leave. Yeah, there's no fucking cash in a drawer. (laughs) It doesn't matter. There's nothing of value here. So Kim starts working out on the balance beam. Ernie leaves. Cat turns from cat to cat yeah. and she remembers the day that she was swindled by Rita where Rita's just standing in the park giggling. She's talking to a cute boy, a cute Angel Grovian yeah. and Rita is no shit five feet away just giggling loud as hell and Cat's not even paying attention. Well we know that invisibility's a thing in Rita's power set, right? I guess so but Finster was invisible? The love machine was invincible. Invisible. <laughs> Invincible. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> 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 Freddy is just Dude. sitting here rolling his neck <laughs> back and forth. Uh, it's kind of put me in a, like a weird... But this boy was a tenga. Ray Charles. <laughs> this boy was a tenga, and... Yeah. They got her. Yeah. They got her, put a spell on her. She, like, Loki and the Soul Stones cat. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Kimberly is almost falling off the beam. She's so exhausted. Feeling so exhausted. Cat has a change of heart, and she remembers the time that she screwed up her dive. She went for her incredibly dangerous-looking dive. Yeah. She... She bends it's a, over a backwards jackknife. Yeah, so she 
stands backwards. Reverse jackknife? I don't know. Maybe. Do you fold in half for a jackknife? Yeah. Well, you fold in half and then you extend. So, yeah, yeah. So it is like a reverse jackknife where instead of facing outward, she faces towards the board. So yeah. And she jumps backwards, jackknifes, meaning her head comes so close to the board when she does that. Yeah. And then extends and goes through. So she does that. Or straightens out, whatever you want to call it. And cracks her head on the board <laughs> and then just falls into the water, which means she probably just, she hit the water terribly unsafely and probably broke a bone. Well, she could have went limp, too, and be okay. I don't know. It's like hitting a brick wall. I understand that, but like you, you like going like limp like that. It, since you're not tensing up, you have, you're not like immune, obviously, but you're less. You're you're um, have better chances, a better chance of of not like maiming yourself. She probably also hit another diving board on the way down. Oh god, because <laughs> it was well, one well, of those. That'll do it. <laughs> one of those three levels. Yeah, just you as know. long as her neck wasn't bent like in a certain way, I think she's okay. Yeah. Oh, and the back too. Neck in the back. So, Kimberly, the whole plan was to get her to this point where she's just going to fucking final destination herself. And Kat's like, okay, I can't do this. I can't let this happen. Or I can't let this happen and just let her die. So, Kimberly, what happens, happens. She fucking falls off the balance beam. She hits the mat. She's fucking fine. She's fucking fine, yes. But, you know, suspension disbelief. We understand. I guess it would be too harsh to show her land on the lamp, on the fucking linoleum floor yeah so they just have a crash on the mat cat comes in and oh no kimberly attends to her instead of nor in the in the original plan just leave her there to die <laughs> yeah <laughs> which was straight um the credits is some funny it's a blooper from when they were like spying on gunther and they're like oh yeah this like this the slick willie line yeah Bulk sits down in the chair and he falls over, but Skull keeps going because he's a committed actor. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Yes. Like, episode, every, like everything those boys do. Episode two of this block, which was part two, came out on November 7th. And uh, let's, get, let's get it started. Let's get it started, huh? After these messages. So Kimberly's being wheeled in to the... Uh, yes, our episode begins in the in, hospital in for the, the ER. most expensive shot Saban has shot yeah, for this show. Yeah, it's like a tracking shot, too. Yes. And, uh, yeah, they're wheeling Kimberly into the ER, and they're saying, like, oh, we need everything. She's, this is a white woman with insurance. Yeah. Know? She hit her head very Cascan, hard. Cascan, EEG, MRI, it works. Her mother lives in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> So they're like, good thing you got help or help right away or else we don't know what would happen. And Cat's like, it was all my fault. Yeah, please tell me what happened. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> I can't do the voice. Please tell me what happened. Yeah. And uh, Zed's like, I can't believe that she betrayed us. Rita, your plans suck. Yeah. Finster, why did it happen? Goes, well, she did that act out of, out of the kindness of her own heart. So it was, it was completely selfless. So that kind of undid the bad, the dark magic. And Rita just goes... Oh well, nothing lasts forever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> word for word, nothing, nothing lasts forever. Zed's like, "Who's gonna betray me next? Is it gonna be you, squatting baboon?" They're like, "No, yeah. we know what good living is. <laughs> we know, we know what a cushy job this is." Yeah, I just stand behind the the wall and watch you and Rita fuck. <laughs> and we're not there for you to see our faces I mean, smiling at you, but you know someone's watching, and that's what gets you going, Zed. 
You yeah. meat man? Yeah. A meat man gaping a space witch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think those tubes are for? Those tubes just get him hard. <laughs> He goes like this uh, to pump blood through him. Yeah, the priority. Oh shit! For the audio listeners, I'm just I'm pumping my hand like it's a pump up shoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the Air Max. Yeah, called yeah. Pumping up my. <laughs> no, I'm gonna stop. So, Tommy shows up. They they like um. Talking with Schmidt, they talk with the doctors. Like doctors, like everyone's blaming themselves. They're like, we shouldn't have called her to the fight. Schmidt's I, like, I shouldn't have pushed her so hard. Cat's I like, I shouldn't have been under the spell of an evil space witch that gets gaped by a meatman. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I kind of blame myself for when I ruthlessly, uh, ruthlessly guilted her. I have punished myself by eat by licking a crude oil slick. <laughs> the one that you called ketchup. <laughs> um, Bulk and Skull and Lieutenant Stone are in a fucking laundry basket because they are all racist and think that Gunther is their man. And Gunther is a Nazi, just Lu- like we think he is. Lieutenant Stone is like, I don't know how I let you talk me into this. I need to have a cat scan. It's <laughs> like, oh, here, here he is. Get, get, get the binoculars out. And when that happens. They get pushed by some orderly. Yeah. And they go into a laundry chute, which is apparently just a dead drop. It's apparently just a straight drop to That's, the bottom floor. So I've always wanted to ride in a laundry chute. I've always wanted to get dropped down. This that isn't tunnel. like a what is it called? A You're a, thinking of a dumbwaiter. Yeah, not a dumbwaiter. No, this is this is a pipe that leads downstairs. It's, it's not even a pipe. It's just a drop. There's no there's nothing to it. Like this. Like what? What they get wheeled into here is just I'm, like a shaft that just yeah. That's that's what I've always thought of. Like that, it's just like usually, a vent that you, goes yeah, straight but usually, down. Usually, usually there's like a a gradual like curvature to it, so it kind of like slides into downstairs. But they get pushed into a man sized death drop. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty funny line. It's like, uh, bulk. What line? What floor are we on? Uh, six. And like, uh, what? Floor is the laundry room on? Uh, Basement. Yeah, and then... (laughs) Funny. But, I mean, like... So, Home Alone, the laundry chute. I always thought that it'd be cool to be able to hop into one and drop down to the basement. Yeah. But those don't really exist in houses. No. Too many kids falling in them. Yeah, because kids like me that would have gone in it. Broke your neck. gone down. Yeah. I wouldn't have gone down head first. I'd have gone down feet first. I'd have broken my legs. Sure. Yeah. But I'd also was same a kid, reason so why I we don't get made of rubber. Same reason we don't get uh the proper Kinder eggs. It's because we stupid. Yeah. We stupid Americans. <laughs> Wonder balls are back, but the toy is on the outside now. Because mm-hmm. you your fat little kid won't choke on it. Did don't a kid choke down. on a Wonder Ball? I used to get them all the time and just bite them, take the toy. The toy was the interesting part. The toy I was the interesting part. I, I hardly ate the chocolate. Yeah. The Wonder Ball, like, well, the Wonder Ball is back. And now it's just got more candy. It's got candy inside of it. It's got little, like, sweet tarts inside it. And a sticker. Which is what, like, um, wh- one of the early, v- when Wonder Ball was originally around, was what it had then, too, for uh, the Disney's dinosaur yeah. um, promotion. 
where the dinosaur Wonder Balls just had sweet tarts that were shaped like the different di- dinosaurs. But there was like uh, the like there's uh, there was a line where like I remember I got like a little like plastic uh, like Woody from Toy Story in it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we were we're dumb. We're fat. We whole bite right in mouth. Whole ball, whole ball in mouth. Yes, <laughs> just plop it in. Immediately jammed in your windpipe. You die. Yeah, and that's why we don't get the Kinder eggs improper. And instead, we get the Kinder. What did it called? The Kinder treats or Kinder Kinder surprise? Kinder surprise. Yeah, where they very clearly illustrate show you, dum dum toy this side, food this side. Yeah, eat food, play here. You know. Because we're fucking stupid. <laughs> and speaking of someone that would choke on a Wonder Ball, Rocky, gets, <laughs> Rocky, Adam, and Aisha get the call on a goddamn dare. I'm... That was that was uh, Rocky. Rocky's gonna eat six Wonder Balls. <laughs> now that I took that cheap shot because it was easy. Yeah, Rocky's been showing a lot of Rocky, ingenuity and leadership. You know, yeah, skills. I've been, pl- I've been, I've been pretty. Happy with how positive I've been feeling about Rocky. Yeah. I've been able to sleep well at night. Yeah. And he, and ga- remember, and he gave us that sandwich. So the Rangers get called uh, because Kimberly's waking up, I think. And they're like, they're, they're a man down. Yeah. And we don't have a monster ready. Rito, take some tangas. Go. Yeah. Go, go, go. Visitors are allowed to see Kimberly, but one at a time. So Tommy goes in and he makes it about him. Yeah. He go, comes in and he's like, man, you should have you saw how I felt about you getting hurt. You, you're supposed to land on your feet, Kimberly. He's like, you know, I was worried about you. You right? remember the time that I got hurt once and I how that made me feel? I feel the same way now. Like, no joke, he's written this way. He's no shit written this way where he has to fucking, like, monopolize any situation to make it Tommy. Yeah. Like, Tommy perspective. Tommy... Centered. I don't. It's fucking ridiculous. Like looking at it now, but yeah, it's all about him. Back at the park where the three, I'm still gonna call them the newer Rangers. Where yeah. the new the A Stone, team, the Stone uh, Stone Canyon Trio. Yeah, Stone Canyon Trio. They are attacked by Rito and the Tengas, and it's Ninja time. Mm-hmm. We get separate morphs for everybody. Yeah, so that's good. Uh, um, Tommy get, Tommy gets called in. Uh, Billy's with him, and he's like, "I heard the call, Tommy. It's time for us to go." Yeah, Kimberly's still in bed. They come they're down. They also a, ninja morph. They're in a hospital room where they are separated by a sheet, and there's definitely someone else in the other room. So they call for Ninja Ranger power. Definitely. You about to sneeze? I'm waiting for it. Don't know where it is. It's, it's there. So ninja fight. Awesome shit. Cat comes in the room and she goes, There's something I have to tell you because you falling is all my fault. Mm-hmm. And Cat Kimberly gets a concerned look on her face, and we cut back to Ninja Fight to where the Rangers defeat. Oh, Rito. we forgot that there's a fucking great line from Rito. Yeah. There's a great line from Rito where, where Aisha gives him a lot of sass. Yeah. Whereas, oh, we don't got time for you. He's like, you better make time for me. <laughs> yeah, he, he does the finger wag and like yeah, fucking his hand like goes and he yeah, like body rolls. To yeah, yeah, like re- oh, Rito to mimic Aisha's sass. <laughs> yeah, better make time for me. That's <laughs> 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 it, man. Rito, Rito's an all star. We cut back to 
the hospital room where Kat goes, and I should have told you all that I knew you were with the Power Rangers, but I was under Rita's spell, so the words wouldn't come out of my mouth. Anytime, yeah. And she would fall right back under the spell. Kim goes, hey, you know how Tommy became a Power Ranger, right? He's like, no, and he's like, I was bad. I was listening because I heard my name said. Yeah, and he I just, just want to tell you my life story he walks, now. Yeah, he just walks in and inserts himself into this personal moment between Catherine and Kimberly. And he says, yeah, I was under a spell, too. Let me tell you about it. Yeah. The rest of the Rangers come in like, yeah, he was. Uh, basically, Catherine, what we're saying about you is that you're a good person. Because Tommy is trying to say that, but he's him. And you know what's funny? Is that after my time as the Green Ranger, I realized that I was the most powerful Ranger and that they should make better powers for me. So when my Green Ranger powers faded, I got White Ranger powers. And you know what? You could get powers that are like not as cool as mine, but you could, but you could get powers at some point, but they, they're not as cool as mine. But you hang out with me. So you get some of my cool but remember, the, yeah. remember that I'm the White Ranger now, and I used to be the Green Ranger. But now, and I said I don't want to work with Jason anymore. And they said I need to be the boss. I need to be the boss. Remember that, White Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, we cut back to Rita's palace and Zed's palace because they're a partnership and they're equal partners. They're equal and partners. It's no one's palace but both of theirs. Mm-hmm. And they're harping on Rito because he can't do anything right. Yes. They're like, Finster, we need a new monster. What's going on? They introduce uh, Trashanoid. I don't know his name. They, I don't know if they give him a name. They do give It's like Garbo something. Garba Smash. Garba Smash. Garba Lord. Gar- Garbo Mouth. Garbo. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Uh, represents a place where all broken dreams go. Presenting. Really? That can't be right. Presenting. They said garbage man. Garbage man. Presenting Garbage-man. your Friday arrival. Present. They called him Garbage Man, and they didn't put him in a jumpsuit. But he is our first monster that uh, is coming over from Kakurain. Yeah, like, the first one we were... Yeah. I do not remember his name. I just remember he was the police chief. Yes. Yeah, he was the police chief with the shit up on his face, with the raisins. With the shit up all on his face, yes. So it's sad that he is being... Kind of maligned to yeah. Monster of the Week instead of being like this threat that held back the Shogun Zords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And by held back, I mean like he had the scrolls that called them. Yeah. And for, enforce him to. Uh, when Shogun Zord shows up, Shogun yeah, Zord d- takes no yeah, prisoners. He d- d- played, played a game of Don't Wake Daddy that yeah. he fucking lost. <laughs> he woke Daddy with fire. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so he's he's like Dan said, he is kind of just like the monster of the week here. He doesn't do much. He shows up to cause some shit. He, they try to get Catherine. Yeah. Um, Tangas they, grab Catherine. Garbage man grabs Catherine. The Rangers morph. They get Catherine away. Yeah, they separate Catherine from him. Uh, as soon as Catherine runs away, he's like, 
you guys, I was supposed to get Catherine. You're not supposed to get Catherine. And he's like, make him big. Just make him big. Yeah, and no one's even really doing, or whoever's doing his voice isn't really doing a voice for yeah. him. He really is just like an afterthought here. He is just to show off the kick-ass sequence of um, the Shogun Zord fight. Yeah, because he traps him in a trash can just like in Kakuta Ranger, but instead of putting him on the fire, they just burst out of it without that in-between part. Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe that was just too much for America. They thought for kids. The Bur- burning the Power Rangers alive? Yeah, yeah probably. Pro- probably what they were thinking. Anyway, Sh- Shogun sh- shows up. And um, Garbage Man wails into him, like, with three slashes of his katana, doesn't do shit. Like, he doesn't flinch. He just looks at him, and when the katana comes down, he grabs it. And then just, just like, quick three bleeders to his mouth with with his free hand. Once he drops him... I want to see Shogun Zord Luthez somebody. (laughs) I want to see him do a Luthez press. so big. It would crush him. Uh, he he busts out the the flame sword. Uh, I, f- I don't know what it's called. In... They don't talk in the Zord battles at this point. Yeah. Well, anyway, he he finishes off Garbageman. Go Re- go Power Rangers is playing. Finish off Garbageman real fucking quick. Yeah, no problem. And uh, yeah, uh, Zed throws a fit. But about he, yes, I think they, they devised a plan though for they do devise the plan. He's like. I just, we need a way to get Catherine here so we can kill her. And they're like, but we need something to hold leverage over. And Rita's like, Zed, we've got something. He's like, no, we need something that they really care about and stuff like that. And I was like, they have the Falcon and they haven't been doing this. I forgot that they have Ninjor. He's not here. He's in the tu- He's in the cup. Oh, oh. He's in the cup. Oh, so. that's interesting. So he, so he, he kind of like abides by... It, this is happening in real time. I don't know if oh, you know. This, this is, is new. This is a live feed. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's had he's had our uh, uh, resplendent one in a bird cage with a with a burgundy drape over it. Well, that's where the falcon is. Ninja's oh, that's where the falcon. In a, oh, ni- Ninja's right. in a jar. He's in a jar. Yeah, he's in the cup. He's in the milkshake. Yep, as as Zed put it. Um, so on the beach. Uh, Catherine, Tommy, Billy are walking along when Rita shows up and says, hey, you going to hand over that? And it's uh, it's Rita and uh, Rito. It's like, You're going to hand over that, that Catherine. Yeah. <laughs> hand over that cat. I think that he says, oh, it's the Adams family. When I think that's what Tommy says when they show up. Yeah, Re- when they teleport in, Rito's looking the wrong way because yeah. he's always on. Yeah, all they want's the girl. Hand her over. There won't be any trouble. And they're like, "You're not getting your hands on it." And that's what I hoped you'd say. So Rita and Rito just take off. But when Rito <laughs> explodes, like all of his bones explode, and they're just kind of like left on the ground yeah. for a second. And they leave behind like a, a little scroll, like yeah. a bound scroll. And it's just like, "Hey, we got an injor." You're gonna have to trade Catherine for Ninjor. To be continued. The blooper scenes of this one are Bulk and Skull and their singlets from the first episode that yeah. we didn't get to see. Working out for doing Gunther, goofy root- cartoon routines. Yes. Doing like the the baton twirling, Hula all of hooping. that stuff. 
So on November 8th, 1995, A Different Shade of Pink Part 3 started. And uh, we'll get to that now. (laughs) (laughs) So do we we, uh, start off with the Rangers in the command center where they're talking about what should they do? They're like, they said we got to trade Cat for Ninjor or Ninjor's going into the Sea of Sorrow. Like, hey, we can't let that happen to Ninjor. And Zordon's taking this weird approach now. They're like, Zordon, what should we do? He's like, I can't make this decision for you guys. Oh, man, well, you know what? We did forget something in the second episode. It was pretty what? funny. This is uh, us thinking, uh, like, um, Zordon using the daddy voice for a moment. Yeah. On, uh, like, when he when he chimes in, he's all, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> first of all, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, just be on the lookout for it when you watch these episodes. It's in the second episode when, uh, when uh, Tommy is talking to Kimberly when she's in the hospital bed. Yeah, right before him and Billy go do ninja shit. Yeah. But, yes, they're talking about what they should do, like what, weighing their options, because this they lose ninja or they lose their power. Yeah. So Rita's kind of telling Zed about her plan, like, uh, don't worry, we're going to get both. We're going to have Cat and ninja, and we're going to drown them both. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's, it's going to be, be fantastic, Zed. Cat visits Kimberly in the hospital. She tells her all about, like, her diving accident and what happened and how she hasn't been diving again because she's too scared to get on the board. Mm-hmm. Shows her, like, a scrapbook of all the, like, headlines she's made. Yeah, and this cat ain't afraid of water. God, that one. And Kimberly goes, you think I'm too afraid to get back on the balance beam? And Kat goes, yeah. She says, you are, aren't you? Got her. And she's like, oh, okay, I'll think about it. At the juice bar. Uh, Tommy, is, Tommy, Rocky, and Kat are having a conversation. She goes, you guys have sacrificed so much for the world and for me that uh, I'm going with Rita. They're like, no, you're not going with Rita. And she yeah. goes, well, you need your friend Ninjor back to do everything, so I'm going to Rita, and that's my decision. Yeah, Rocky says, you know they're not going to, like, it's not going to be a friendly reunion, right? Yeah. They're going to kill you. <laughs> She's like, I'm I'm prepared to be drowned in the sea of sorrow as a diver. So they're like, maybe we can come up with a plan. And a plan they do come up with. <laughs> a plan they do. A plan. And so it <laughs> Billy shows up with two can lights connected by two. He's got one of them. Uh, I've already talked about on the show. He's got one of those cyclone uh, devices. <laughs> That's yes. what it looked like to me. Were two two liters taped together with water in them, so you can make uh, water uh, uh, whirlpools. Yeah. So to me, I thought it was uh, from whatever their lighting rig is for inside the command center that they just took two oh. broken lights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably more like now that I'm looking at it. Yeah, I see that there's like a little metal part in the middle there. So that probably probably is just some shit that was hanging around that the prop master is like. We could use these can lights. Yeah. There we go. What do they do? We don't need to name it. Just have it, just just add effects. Yeah. So when they come down Billy, to do the exchange, Billy this, plants this device in the in the ground. Yeah, and what this device does is when the Tengus come to collapse on Cat, the device activates and puts like a force field over Yeah. and repels them. So the Rangers do ninja shit and... There's a little bit of a fight, but the Tengu... One of the Tengas notices the machine and breaks it. Because Rita's orders are, find a way to get the girl. 
breaks it, and they get away with Cat. Yep, the force field breaks. They grab Cat, and they have gone with the pussy. Ah, Freddy. The cat. Because she's a cat. Actually, isn't it like you think... We'll do the thing. Isn't it like kind of like... Did that ever occur to you? That this may be like a sly thing some producer was doing. What do you mean? Like with a whole like different like different shade of pink, kind of thing. Like with like, do you think like did you know? Did you have a feeling they were doing this? No, I didn't have a feeling. I was seven years old. Like the whole like pussy allegory, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, like the different shade of pink. Catherine, uh, Catherine's a new shade of pink. Who's a, who's a cat? Is gonna replace Pussy Kimberly? Cat. Yeah. Uh, Do you think that was like no. some deviant producer that may have have ha, like was getting some jollies out of that? No. Now I do. It's a Pussy allegory. Douglas Sloan, get at <laughs> us. <laughs> We'd like to pick. <laughs> I'd like to pick your pussy. <laughs> no, I mean brain. <laughs> Dan, not like that. Dan, not like that. Bob Radler. <laughs> I'm sure our audience loved your thigh slaps. <laughs> Good, solid thigh. Good for crushed watermelon. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm sweating again. My name's Zangief. I fuck boy, crushed watermelon. <laughs> fuck boy. <laughs> Well, he is gay. Yeah, that's what I mean. He, he is gay. He yeah. is gay. You got it. I mean, if you th- I believe it was, who said it? I think it was Maximilian, the old video games himself, uh, that said that, like, when talking about Zangief, it's like, can you think of something more manlier than fucking a dude? No. Yeah. That's probably, like, the manliest thing you could do. Yeah. Fuck dudes. Put the mic a little closer to your mouth. There you go. No, it de- it's definitely very manly to fuck a man. Mm-hmm. I'd say so. We got 20 minutes. Ooh. Um, so Rita absconds. Rita and Zed are talking. Uh, when they open up the can that Ninjor was supposed to be in, they open it up and realize he wasn't there. So it was a trap all along. Mm-hmm. They weren't getting Ninjor. They were just giving up Cat for nothing. Mm-hmm. So Rita and Zed are excited about how they're winning again. The Rangers are back in there, and they're like, they got Cat. Where is she? And they're like, we can't track her down. Inside, we'll say this is Goldar's. This is a, this is, it's a cage, so I want to say it's Squat's apartment. (laughs) Squat's apartment. Because he probably feels safest in a cage. Oh. Where he was raised. Yeah, yeah. Like how you, like, you get that, was it crib syndrome? Yeah. I think it's called, where you just, they get, used to that and they want to just stay in that. Squat's an adult teen baby. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. In looks. In mind. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Squat and Bebu are there, but they get relieved by Rito, who comes in, and uh, he makes a what is it? He makes a fucking pun here, doesn't He's he? He's talking about a crick in his neck a little bit. He's like, yeah, it's like, oh, I think I got a pulled muscle. He's all, wait a minute, I don't got muscles. <laughs> I'm bone man. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> laughs, skeleton. and I look at him, he's all, you get it? Because I'm all bones. <laughs> and they're like, I, I just don't understand him. And, they, and he's like, fuck off. Get out of here. He sits down. And uh, he's like, I really, oh, I really do have a crick in my neck. Yeah. And Kat seduces him. She's like, come on over here. I'll rub your neck. 
Come on. Yeah, yeah, little 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 Schmidt came in there. Come on. Come on over here, Mr. Bone Man. <laughs> Come on over here. I'll rub mm. that neck. Yeah. And then she starts rubbing his neck a little higher, a little higher. She sees a box in the middle of the room. She goes, what's in that box? He's all, I can't tell you. It's a pink power coin. <laughs> yeah, it's in there. Yeah, like it literally was like, what is in that box? Like, oh, I can't tell you. That's none of your business. He's all, please. He's like, okay, if you have to know, that's the pink power coin. <laughs> so, Rito, all-star. Can't stress it enough. She massages him to the point where he falls asleep. So she's able massage to Massage runs so deep. So deep, put that ass to sleep. Snow, snow deep in them boats. <laughs> uh, she's yeah, pickpockets the keys off him, goes over, grabs the coin. Just as Rita comes in, he's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Alpha's, Alpha's like, like, "Oh my god, it's the pink power coin. Maybe Cat's got it." Yeah, she, it's in the hands of good. <laughs> and Billy's like, "Well, I can grab her if I just fucking triangulate the the morphocrine." I don't know what he fucking says here. He says some Billy jargon. Yeah, uh, just as. Rita's about to kill Cat. They snap her up. Yep. She comes to the command center. And she's like, what is this plot? Who's that head? Yeah. Is this a robot? <laughs> yeah. I got questions. <laughs> Gives like, the coin to Kimberly. Um, Rita and Zed are both pissed, but they're not going to let this go. Yeah. Uh, back at the hospital... There's she's an Olympic swimming pool. She's been released from the hospital, and they're kind of like leaving, and they're at the Angel Grove Community Pool. They're like, Cat called us the same here, building like, as what's the... happening? Yeah. She said she's afraid to get in the water. And, so, And Tommy says, didn't you say she was afraid to get get into the water? Literally just said that seconds ago, Tommy. Yeah. Don't... She's going to dive, and she's up on the top one. She's on the high dive, yeah. And she's not just going to do a dive. She does like a f- six times. To- she does... So uh, much more than uh, a 540. She does six. Uh-oh. So 360, 720, 1080. She does a 2160. And then she drops into the water with a perfect dive. Well, uh, 900, then 1080. You forgot 900. You jump, jump from 720 to 1080. 900, seven. It's a 360 each time. Well, like, oh, what? I'm sorry. Tony Hawk's on my brain. <laughs> yeah, you're thinking of adding a 180. Yeah, I'm thinking of adding 180, not a 380. Don't, I, I will have you know, I got my math education here in the beautiful state of Nevada. It sounds like you got your math education from Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I did. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I know you have, yeah, that's true. You have 180 to 720. <laughs> You get yourself a 900 <laughs> and a gold medal at the X Games. <laughs> I'm not in a good way today, Dan. <laughs> I've been leaking out of the side of my head. And I don't know why. Just the right side, and it's only when I start talking. We should take you to a hospital. <laughs> I, don't so g- I don't got that white woman insurance. I can't get all those fancy... <laughs> Fancy things done. That's just a bill for me. Catherine's way taller than Kimberly. So, yeah, she gets out of the water and then dwarfs Kimberly. Yeah, he's a, I just wanted to show you it's not a big deal, you pussy. So, you get it? When I stood next to Amy Joe a couple months ago, I was like, wow, she is a lot smaller than I thought she was. And when I met JDF, JDF's just a little bit shorter than me, not mm-hmm. by much. He's like 6'1", yeah. Yeah, he's like six foot six one, And then Catherine got out. And barefoot, 
barefoot, and she looked like the kind of girl I'd get on my tippy toes to kiss. <laughs> Just because it's subservient, and that's how I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, veering down the sexual deviant path again. Do you think that's why Henry Zabrowski married Natty Jean, because she's so much taller, and he has to get on an apple box to kiss her? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Mm-hmm. I, I feel... Do. I feel so terrible that I was born to be Henry's, a tall man. Henry's much shorter than me, but I am not a tall man by any means. I am a shorter fella. Yeah, when I met Henry, when I realized how small he was of a yeah. person, I was very surprised. I thought I would be the same height as him, but yeah, when you, uh, I looked up as what is it like five? He's like five six. Yeah, he's a yeah, he's decently short. Like I didn't expect that, but he is. <laughs> It's like talking to a nine-year-old child. <laughs> in 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 looks and in personality. Yeah. No, he was very nice. He was screaming at a woman. Yeah. Next to me. Oh, I'm he sure was, he's. I'm sure he is lovely. Well, I would like, love to meet Henry. Yeah, he was screaming at her. It's like, oh, you said you can't go to the panel. Of course you can't go to the panel. Yeah. And then he looks at me and he goes, "It was lovely to meet you." And he yeah. shakes my hand and I go, "You too, Henry." Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> so great. That's exactly man. the interaction. He's wonderful. I wanted. He's wonderful. Uh, so, Kimberly goes to the Pan World tryouts with her coach Gunther. And it's beautifully lit. And this is what I remembered most from this, from these episodes. Yes. I thought this was the whole three-parter. So the, she does her entire thing, and there's a song playing that says, I'm so alive. I feel I'm, I'm so alive. I feel I'm so alive. I'm so alive as I'm going. And I'm so alive. And it's that for two minutes of Kimberly doing like her, her stunts on the balance beam. Showing off her athleticism as a gymnast in beautiful lighting. And Freddie told me, at this point, this is when he became a man. <laughs> I and just remember this so well. Like, this was... I This was the thing I remembered from... from oh, yeah, we got to talk about that, too. With, uh, like, this is the thing I remembered from this episode. Was just this, like, beautifully lit... Moment. Like, yeah, routine here. And then the judges put up their scores, and we want... It could be just that's the collective score is nine point nine five. Yeah, but we it looks like it's going. Judge one gave it a nine. Judge two gave it a nine. Judge three gave it a five. Yeah, judge three's got issues, serious issues. Yeah, <laughs> like there's there, that's some uh, personal bias. I don't like the hearts. <laughs> so the next day at the Juice Bar Youth Center Whip Cream Emporium, they realize that Kim's on the way, so everyone needs to hide. Ernie snaps on everyone. He's like, everyone hide. She's on the way. Yeah. It cr so Congratulations, Kim. Bulk and Skull hide under the... Kind of. They <laughs> all hide under the table, and Kimberly walks into the youth center, and she's looking around. She's like, why are all there these balloons? Why is there a big sign that says, congratulations, Kim? And she's walking around. She's like, surprise party. And then she sees Bulk's ass hanging out of the back <laughs> of the table. And she turns around. She's like, oh, okay, I get it. And then surprise, and she's very excited. Her friends are there. Bulk yells, supplies. And Skull looks at him and starts laughing, and his hand is just up. Yeah. And I think that they just missed that in the background. Yeah, I, I, I think so, too. Maybe they shot this six times, and it was just like, come on, man. Also, something to note, this is the first time we've seen Bulk and Skull in their civilian gear. Bulk and Skull clothes. In their Bulk and Skull garb since 
I couldn't tell you what episode, but it's been a long time. Since the beginning of season three when they decided to join the police academy. It's been a long fucking time. Ever since they were doing that, pick it up, Vulcan's go, Vulcan's go. Yeah. <laughs> song. That great one. Yeah. So they all congratulate her because... She she made it. She's going to the Pan Global Games, and then Gunther says, "I want you to move to my house in Florida, and I want nothing creepy at all. And Separate rooms. You're the finest athlete I've ever had the pleasure of working with, and I am the world famous coach. Move to my house in Florida and train full time. Mm. We will eat typewriter ribbon and typewriter <laughs> <laughs> ribbon. Yeah, and we will balance the beam. We will balance it." Balance of being perfectly, I uh, hum, p- perfect human engineering. Yes, I will make you as perfect as the German machine, and we will become the Third Reich. Rise, <laughs> and uh, and you will win the Pan Global Games and bring a trophy home. So, at the command center, Zordon's thoughts and feelings are divided because Kimberly has been such a proud warrior of the planet yeah. and, and his opportunities. Uh. <laughs> Kimberly <of>. decided <laughs> that she's going to turn down the power, the, yeah, yeah. the power of Florida. <laughs> she <laughs> turned down. <laughs> turned, yeah. She said, "I can't, I can't be in that place where all the oranges are because I'm the Pink Ranger, yeah. not the Orange Ranger." Billy's like, "You know what you're giving up? Yeah, like not going to Florida. This is your dream." She's like, "I do. It's been my dream my whole entire life. But I made a promise." When I became a Power Ranger, and I w- that promise was a stand by all of you guys. Yeah. Tommy says, you also promised to be my girlfriend. You got to be true to yourself. And you know what? True to yourself is being loyal to me. So this was a good choice. But Tommy. you still can't be a Power Ranger because I think I want to fuck that girl. <laughs> the other one with the yellow hair. Kind of, Kind of like you, but taller. One that I don't have to hurt my back to kiss. I don't want to kiss down. I want to kiss straight. <laughs> so is that cool? It leads. Yeah. It leads to them basically go like. Okay, Alpha, call. Do the teleporting. Yeah, it leads to be like you can go, because, Cat will take over for you. Yeah, she showed incredible courage and thinking and all that shit in the face of danger and whatnot, uh, she would be a worthy replacement. Uh, Cat uh, and Alpha had this set uh, set up ahead of time. Yeah. Just in case. And uh, I, I honestly, Kimberly had no choice here the more I think about it. Yeah. They were going to boot her out. That and was it. So they tell Cat she'll be in command of the shark cycle. One day she'll get access to the crane zord. But for now, she'll pilot the White Shogun Zord alongside Tommy. Yes. Um, everybody puts their hand in the center. Power Rangers she puts close the, the curtain on it, Kimberly. Yeah, they, she puts the coin in Kat's hand. And there's like a pink energy transference. They didn't use the sword. They didn't drain Kim. Yeah, whatever. So our blooper reel isn't a blooper reel. It's just showing Kimberly actually doing her stunts as the gymnast. Yeah. To show you that she was truly that good. And also, it's kind of like a cute cute little kind of like reel to send her off on. Yeah. It's like, Kimberly, you know? And, yeah. No more. That is the different shade of pink. No more Amy Joe. No. No more. And ever. It doesn't feel as sad. I feel like we got our full 
amount of Amy Joe. Yeah, it's weird because this felt kind of, and I don't want to say anticlimactic. It just didn't really have like an oomph to it. Yeah, that's true. It was sad, but like at the, the only at the very kind of like end where they when they did the whole gymnastics routine, and then you realize, oh yeah, she's going. Yeah, because the whole changing of the guard is kind of sh- fucking crowbarred in there at the end. Yeah, it's literally the last minute where it's just like. Okay, uh, Kat's gonna do it now. You can go. Yeah, it's like it was no, cra- it was no like super build up to this. It wasn't very poignant, honestly. No, but we have a new Pink Ranger. She has the crane coin. Mm-hmm. Everything is gonna be anew, and I'm excited to see what happens in the next episode. So with that, we're gonna call this one quits. We want to thank you so much for listening to our show. We bring you new episode. We bring you new episodes every <laughs> Monday and Thursday. On your favorite podcatcher, and we're on all of them. If you really like the show and you'd like to support us financially, we have a Patreon. You can head over to patreon.com slash powerplaythrough, where three times a month, Freddie and I are dropping new episodes of an unnamed show, (laughs) of a show to be named. It could be VR Troopers. It could be something else. I don't know where we're at. Sorry. Maybe we, we could... Unless it'd be too much work. Like, where we're dropping episodes of... <laughs> where we're dropping episodes of VR Troopers. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you could follow us on social, we are on Instagram at Power Playthrough, on Twitter and Facebook at P Playthrough. We have our own. You could find those. Just look us up. Uh, we want to thank Rainer for the use of our theme song, Power Playthrough. If you want to go get yourself a digital download of that, you can head over to rainer.bandcamp.com. While you're there, go get yourself Disasters. And it looks like the new music is coming out already. It's out. Get it. Go. So we don't have anything else for you. We are at our time limit. So as always, may the power protect you. Gunther, the grunter. <laughs> <laughs>